Welcome to the Artusimus Full Golf Podcast. Here are your hosts, Ryan McFadden and Paul Thomason. And thank you once again. Welcome back, everybody. I am Ryan. And I am Paul. We are back with episode number eight. So what do you get for the eighth, like, not birthday, but like anniversary, like, isn't like (laughs) tens, like silver? It's golf balls. It's golf balls. Maximize. Maximize revolutions. (laughs) That's where I got my hole in one with one. No, an A-10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Never mind. A fun fact for their fun listeners. fact. So, how many whole ones do you have, Paul? I'm sitting at one. And what golf course and hole did you obtain said full one? Kingswood Golf Course in La- in LaSalle, Manitoba, and it okay. was the the fifth hole, 150 yard par three with a nine iron. With a great man and great friend, Oliver Plotsky. Oh, I still look And how about you, uh, Ryan? I know that you jugged one there. Well, I think recently. I might have, well, a couple of years back there at the Meadows. I might have mentioned in the past episode, actually. Now, my group contained <laughs> one individual named myself and no other individuals, however. Our onesome was full. So my onesome was full. So. <laughs> But you did take a picture of the ball in the hole, so that was evidence enough for me. <laughs> Took a picture of the ball in the hole. Now it's at the Meadows <laughs> Golf Course, which has since been closed. I don't know if, I think it was shut down due to my hole in one. <laughs> no, that was another thing. But, yeah, so Ryan yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, so a little gap wedge. Right. Uh, one. I think it was like one play. Mm, I'd like to say up. I know it was like in the one fifteen range. Spun her back in the hole. Now it goes along that water over the water. So I made her over the water, which is nice. But it goes along uh, Highway 59. So a very busy highway. So somewhere out there, someone witnessed the hole in one. So I believe that to be true. And they haven't come forward yet. But if no, you're out po- there, <laughs> no, I've posted a lot about that on various message boards. <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing. But this last week, Paul. Yes. There was the Players' Championship, but more importantly, our own personal Players' Championship. After we had our segment last week of a look back at a classic, we look back at uh, the 1994 St. Jude Classic. Mm -hmm. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. Walking in Memphis. Mm -hmm. The champion was Dickie Pride. And on Twitter, we happened to make, get a little post out there that we did debut a new segment featuring Dickie Pride. Yes. And we may have shamelessly, or I don't know what's opposite of that, but unshamelessly <laughs> begged for a Twitter like. Yes, we did. From Dickie Pride. We mentioned him several times on the show. And Man. he did not fail to disappoint with the following Twitter comment to our post. It's going to read this uh, verbatim, as they say. Yes. This is from Dickie Pride. That's verified on Twitter. That's the blue check mark, my friend. Honored to be a part of the first A Look Back at the Cl- a Classic segment. I still have the 1994 St. Jude on VHS. 
but add the Saint the Sport Center with Keith Oberman from that win. Classic. Hope I can make it to the What's in the Bag '90s version. I still have the set of clubs I won with. Well, Thank how you, is that not awesome? Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Thanks, Dicky. How can you not love the guy? Like honestly. <laughs> Got two big fans here in Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, Canada. Definitely trending up up here, up north. So we do look forward to future time. We can connect with Dickie and and see what uh, clubs you use for that tournament. Yeah, so to, I don't. I have no idea. So we're very excited about that. Definitely. So we've been talking about that amongst ourselves all week. Mm-hmm. Very screenshots it's back and forth, likes, bragging to fellow, bragging to anyone golfers that listen to us. <laughs> yeah, that part's nice. We definitely enjoy that. So, made for a nice little week for us, I would say. Absolutely. And on our post of our talking about uh, Bay Hill from a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago, we mentioned that we always look forward to seeing Tim Heron out at Bay Hill. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and who who may have liked that tweet? Who? Tim Heron himself, Lumpy. <laughs> like, come on. Pretty pretty big week. I won't lie, uh, Ryan. Yeah, well, things are. We are gaining some new listeners from that, though, from uh, Dicky Pride's crew, and maybe from from Lumpy's. So, I did yeah, see some yeah. of Lumpy's followers come over on uh, Instagram as well, following us. So. Please do. Oh, interesting. Come on down, as I say. So that was a nice little week there. But another week um, went by with a big golf tournament. The Players' Championship, right? The Players' Championship was going on. And no, it was not Bay Hill 2.0 with Lee Westwood <laughs> and Bryson. But it felt like it for a bit. No, they didn't have their Sunday best. And... Uh... They kind of let uh, someone else walk right in there and have a backdoor win. There were some shots from wow. Westy and Bryson on that final round. That did Bryson did who topped it? Was it Bryson? No, no. You might have think, may have thought <laughs> okay. it was Bryson topping a ball, yeah. but he did explain in his press conference that okay. we just hit a little low on the face. And didn't get any spin, and it dropped out of the sky. Now, it didn't get above five feet, <laughs> went ninety-five <laughs> yards into a hazard. But that is a terrific explanation. I am definitely going to mm-hmm. try to utilize that this year. Oh, I'm definitely using that. Oh no, what you just saw was not a shank. <laughs> I, I just was... I, I cozied up to the hosel. <laughs> And it just dropped out of the sky dead right. Right. And had plenty of spin to the right. Had plenty of right spin. Yeah. It just didn't have any left spin. No. That's all it was. Yeah. So we can probably <laughs> use that. Yeah. Oh, so he right. tops it there. And then Westy hits it just Westy. dead right. Right after. Like dead right. Those, those two like right. they just absolute dropped out of the <laughs> sky there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Westy explaining after the round. Now he did. He didn't have his stuff at all, but he did manage a little seventy-two. 
mm-hmm. around the course, and, uh, was playing tough. On 18 for that, was it lone second? For lone second on 18. How much was that check? Right. Well, second place for, for Westy. One, 1. 1.5 million? A cool 1.635 million. Which I'm positive is his biggest paycheck. I would think so. That's he won the race for Dubai, so he probably got okay, some money for okay. that. But it wasn't really a tournament win, but right. But did get him out of a tie for second with uh, Brian Harmon, who showed up, mm-hmm. and uh, Bryson DeChambeau, both taking home eight hundred eighty-five thousand dollars in a tie for third. So by my math, it was about a five hundred and something thousand dollar putt. Could be six hundred. The math is sure is difficult. Of course, tournament won by Justin Thomas, who really well, didn't do much uh, for the first two days. No, no, and and the thing is, like they weren't talking about him on uh, Thursday or Friday all that much. Well, he was on the uh, the cut watch for a bit <laughs> on Friday. That was hoping to make the cut, and then. Um, he had her going ball striking wise, especially on Sunday, hitting every single green except the 18th hole. And he tied uh, Freddie Couples' weekend uh, score of 132. Oh, it is not easy to do, especially the way the course uh, was playing. Justin Thomas with a cool 2.7 million oh, for the win. That's, that is stunning. <laughs> so that's not that's bad. A large, large chunk. Like, I don't even know how much more that is than the second biggest. I think the Masters and the Majors have got to be around two, right? Well, it's a $15 million purse here that the players are sporting. So, well, let's just go a little deeper then on the payouts here just to get a sense of the the money being tossed about. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites, Taylor Gooch, uh, tied for fifth at 11 under for $579,000. Tied with one of our, our picks kind of for the week. Someone who we thought would show up well, uh, Paul Casey. Sure. He's hanging around again. A top mm-hmm. five. I just feel that Masters for him. I don't know. He's mm-hmm. always been hanging around yeah, there. Yeah, me too. So. Love just, to see that. Yes, he's just playing so well. Corey Connors finishing alone in seventh. He kind of made a little run there on Sunday when no one was really doing much. He was trying to post there and couldn't quite. 66. Couldn't quite get it going, yeah. On 18 with a birdie, but he didn't make that birdie on 18, but does get himself a $506,000 check for a seventh place finish. For seventh place. Well, yep. Mm-hmm. You'll take that. $1.1 million for two weeks for a Canadian guy? Yes. Yes. He is going up the FedEx Cup standings, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And world rankings. He's going to mm-hmm. be up uh, looking at top 50 soon. Well, and this tournament, too, is ripe with world ranking points with the strength right. of the field. So Love this you. is definitely a good one for that. One of our favorites as well in eighth, Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. Irishman. British Irishman. Open winner. Correct. For a little $339,000 prize. It's actually in an eight-way tie for ninth. There's eight guys tied for ninth that get $340,000. Daniel Berger, Jason Kokrak, Victor Perez, Siwoo Kim, past champion, as a Sergio Garcia, and Matthew Fitzpatrick, and John Rahm. 
John Ram, I I would have thought was a was a guy too, and just didn't have it at all. Every time they showed him on Sunday, he was so mad about everything. He was like angry. more than normal. That's gonna hurt his playing competitors. <laughs> oh my goodness, he was just distraught. <laughs> they just had to take the camera off, and they just they just couldn't was, anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if uh, John's gonna give us a like now after that, but uh, no. we still love you, John. <laughs> we do, we do. Just don't hurt us, please. <laughs> but uh, definitely was a pretty good event. Um, Bryson, in particular, yes, hitting some interesting shots as we did see. <laughs> so maybe we should just take a little look. About what old Bryson has in the bag here. So you kinda, yeah, a little little what's in the bag with Bryson. Now, you think of Bryson just really one length clubs. Yes. It's really kind of the first thing that comes to mind. All mm-hmm. his irons, the length of a seven iron. Same lie, I guess. All the clubs, that would be right. Same lie. No. Yeah, same lie. So he's standing the same. So it's the same angles. Right. right. Throw the. All the set. He did mention after his win at Bay Hill, the uh, King Cobra new rad driver, but he does not play that driver. That is just the new driver that Cobra yeah. has out. So he plays Cobra, and they associated that very nicely. Yeah. So he does have Cobra, Cobra King, but LTD Pro driver, seven and a half degrees. That shaft, I'm gonna guess, is not a regular flex. It's not a regular flex. It's an LA Golf Tour Blue 6X shaft. This is information courtesy of our friends at Golf WRX. Okay. Now, this is one in particular kind of interesting. He has two kind of fairway woods, both kind of called three woods, but one could kind of, I guess, be a five wood. His three wood, a Cobra King, it's a prototype. You know, it's fine. Degrees on his three wood. 10 point, 10.5. <laughs> oh, Bryson. So when old Bryson gets up there, hits three wood, and everyone is, oh, he just flew it 310. <laughs> well, it's 10.5 degrees. Like. <laughs> Which is, I'm sure there is players on tour using a 10.5 degree driver. Of course there are. Absolutely huh? there are. <laughs> so that's an interesting one. Yeah. He also has another three wood, a Cobra King SZ Tour, which I'm guessing would be his... I don't know when he's going to hit... He'd never hit that from the fairway, so it's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> he had he driver hit every car five with an iron. Yeah, he had driver... Was it eight iron into 16, I think? So. <laughs> and that one's uh, 13 and a half degrees. That one. <laughs> so Still it could be more... Into a three, three wood, and it's his five wood. Yeah. <laughs> So it's really kind of probably one of his uh, drive a par four uh, three wood options. Right. He does also have uh, Cobra King one length uh, utility type irons in a four and a five iron. Cobra King Forge Tour one length in a six through pitching wedge. Okay. Now, despite the description of the shafts and those irons, tell me if you could get any of these clubs off the ground. <laughs> that's a la golf rebar prototype <laughs> so 
Well, if that rebar indicates any type of uh, <laughs> just <laughs> wow, it's not quite feeling like I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna probably get a lot of swishing from that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I definitely don't think so. There, not graphite is not too whippy in that situation. That is correct. Just fine for him. <laughs> he will be just fine with those. He has some wedges in the bag. Artisan prototype wedges. Oh. And a 47, 52, and a 58. Those are all the same length as well. Artisan, you say? Yes, artisan. Now, those are all the same as his 7-iron for length. And in Roy's press conference talking about our head of the tournament, Talking about Rory also chasing distance and everything right. like that and wanting to hit it further and it, you know, to the detriment of his his swing right now, trying to find it back. He was mentioning that Bryson hitting it far, sure, and but if he hits into the rough, his sand wedge is the length of a seven iron. He can get that speed and get through almost any lie there. So that's kind of an interesting point there that he gets that speed up with that seven iron length and just blast that sandwich out of any that would be so helpful yeah okay that oh. is good uh, good point at times you know if it's a real close to the green side he'll lie you know kind of looks a little awkward with that one but i think overall he's just weighing the differences between advantages and i'm surprised he wouldn't have a wedge that's wedge length just one you know yeah one. For whether it's a 60 or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he said in the past too, they've toyed around with different wedge lengths, but right. it's nothing that gets him any better, he said. So we'll his see. short game to me looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. It does. So it does. And his putter is a sick putter, S I K. He doesn't look the most comfortable putting with his arm lock kind of style, but he's been putting well the last couple of weeks, anyways. Well, Bryson also sporting a Bridgestone Tour BX golf ball. Okay. It's not too bad there for Bryson. I don't know. One length, maybe not for me, but. And no one has followed suit in my understanding on tour. Is that correct? That is correct. I don't know if guys have tried it or experimented. I think now that he's become such a force, I, I believe that uh, that more people will be looking at that you gotta think there'll be people coming up in the college ranks things like that that have been doing mm. that or at least look at it well ricky is with uh, cobra he's been struggling hey <laughs> <laughs> cobra golf please make a set for ricky yeah he made that limited edition copper beautiful iron oh. limited edition which look quite nice however right. let's get him something with a little more a bit of a cavity might help the old boy out, but I see our friend at Golf Town, Gerard Thompson, manager at Golf Town here in Winnipeg, has ordered a set of those and they have come. They have arrived and they just came out. So they look think, yeah, really I think his yes, he's a copper finish. I think in the Forge Tour version a little bit easier than Ricky's blades. Yes. But that finish, <laughs> that copper finish is Looks that looks smart. Oh. Definitely on point. I don't know. I don't know what the retail is on those, but I don't think I'll be picking up a set this year. 
Maybe no. Better get some uh, overtime. I'm gonna pass this year, but but they are nice looking. That is one hundred percent. So that was a look at Bryson DeChambeau. What is in the bag? And our look at the players championship. And now time for this week's look ahead on the PGA Tour. The Honda Classic, Paulie. Yes, great event uh, hosted by uh, none other than Golden Bear, Jack Nicholas, Over at PJ National. Of course, the bear trap is in effect this week. Mm-hmm. 15, 16, and 17. PJ National. A little National. bit of water there, uh, right? Oh, God. Not a lot of green. <laughs> when they show and that it's... one, yeah, the one angle from behind the player on 15, <laughs> like the shot tracer angle, yeah. it's just like, where, yeah, where are you just... going? I don't know. It's just there's just a lake to me. It's just a lake, and it's not exactly a short hole. 180 yards or so. You know, I'm kind of comparing it to the Island Green, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's no picnic. There ain't a lot of guys that take on that flag. No, and you can kind of bail, I guess, a little long, but yeah, I think the bunker there and stuff. But uh, a lot of wet ones there. Next on the 16th hole, a little par four. It's a delightful little, I think, 473 yard par four. <laughs> Water down the right, I think. That one. Yeah. A lot of carry there, too, I think. Yep. A lot of forced carry on that one. And then just when you think you get a break, you get back on 17 with another par three, just slightly shorter than, I guess, depends what the wind's doing, but. Mm-hmm. A little bit shorter on 17, but 175 there. Yeah, should be the well, who knows that Florida wind uh, blows. You know, a lot of guys are hitting eight irons oh. about that distance these days, but uh, you know, hopes and dreams can be lost. The bear trap, mm-hmm. last fun, year's fun tournament, yes, last year's winner is Sung JM. Mm-hmm. This on the schedule last year was a little bit earlier. So yes. it was the uh, very end of February, start of March. So they did get this event in last year. Right. The f- in the field this week, though, they f- need to give some some guys some, some time off this week. Some people just had mm-hmm. to. All the yeah. big guys have been playing the big events uh, with the uh, match play coming up the following week. Right. So looking forward to lo- having a look at the match play as well. But yeah, that's that's one of our favorite events, obviously. Absolutely. We do enjoy our match play. Yeah, some some definitely some good names in the field. Daniel Berger is kind of looking like a little favorite mm-hmm. going into the event. Mm-hmm. Playing pretty well. He kind of brought it back there. He was pretty high on uh, Thursday there, the players, and brought it back on the weekend a bit to kind of. So he got a top 10, right, you're saying? Yeah, top ten, tie for ninth there. So you can yeah, wasn't really a, was never a factor, but started playing a little better, anyways. A few of the over fifty crowd making the uh, tournament uh, this week with Jim Furyk, lefty as well, mm-hmm. making the field. So we we'll kind of see what uh, what's going to play out this week. 
It's the kind of tournament though it can lead to anyone kind of being in the mix, you know, with those some of those holes that can eliminate people from the tournament pretty quick. So Joaquin Neiman as well. That's a good one to, to have a look at. Joaquin playing so well. Seems to be involved in every every tournament. So we're always looking forward to to seeing him. And one of your favorites, Rory Sabatini as well, is in the field. Another over oh. fifty crowd. Vijay Singh is in the field. He's like 56 or 7, isn't he? He plays a lot. <laughs> yeah, when he can get into some of these events. Mm -hmm. Steve Not quite the force he once was, but no. still Steve, solid. Steve Stricker as well. He got oh. in last minute of the players. That's right. And made the cut, if I'm not mistaken. He was doing well on... Uh, on Thursday, it was like we'll have to, we'll have to check that four under early. Mm -hmm. Adam Scott also in the field, so he could be one to look at as well this week okay. over at the PGA National. So we'll see if anyone. I don't think there'll be any real extreme high numbers on fifteen and seventeen, like uh, Ben on there, uh, <laughs> the old eleven. But uh, <laughs> who who was it? Brendan Todd that had a little bit of the. The right action. Oh, Brendan Todd almost hit that little tiny island that you never right, see on the far right. Right, he went for the wrong island there. Yeah. Now I did appreciate them showing <laughs> that on Shot Tracer. <laughs> yes, yes, I did enjoy that. I over and over again. <laughs> I showed it a lot. And he kind of wasn't in, in fairly good spirits about it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I, uh, I, I love to see that. You know. Yeah. He's like, this was a really bad, bad golf shot. <laughs> but he owned it you know yeah he did it was a you know he did uh get all upset and uh you know i i like that reaction you know it is what it is and own it absolutely there's some uh canadians in the field this week adam we adam hadwin okay. david hearn oh in the field. mackenzie hughes okay Few Canadians getting some stuff. No today. Nick Taylor though, eh, this week. Mr. Nick Taylor. I'll file my Nick Taylor report and it comes back positive. Nick Taylor in oh. the field. <laughs> Born Winnipeg, Manitoba. Correct. Correct. Born so, yeah, here. that's a guy that we should be giving a shout out to that we're uh, always watching him. Like not always watching him, like not when he's at home. Like no, no, not creepily. Don't go but... through his garbage or anything. No, 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 I don't. No, no, so really Taylor, it's just on the golf course, my man. Don't yes. worry about it. Yes. It's all good if you're listening. Uh Westy as well is in the field. All right. Maybe this will be the week. No. Maybe I can how can he do it again? No, I know. Can like it's it almost again? like he has to win if he's up there again. Well. No Westy. choice. Lee Westwood on Monday, uh, Westy there in his end of round press conference Sunday, mentioning that this Monday here he played was going to play the Masters or, or at Augusta to prepare for the Masters with uh, his son. Oh wow! And uh, Shane Lowry as well. Nice. So both That's... both the boys went over there for a little practice round. I, I assume they uh, did drive right. 
taking a, a some sort of motor coach. <laughs> Rented a, a coach. Dodge Caravan at yeah, air, air conditioning, cruise, everything you need, but <laughs> I think they were scheduled they're gonna play a little 36 holes. Look at Westy 47. He'll just play four straight rounds. Yeah. Go there, play 36. And they're not on carts. Augusta. <laughs> so they're not hopping on. <laughs> As we would try to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. I'm just gonna assume this, and I think I'm correct that he did not play a practice round, probably Tuesday. No, no. Maybe not Wednesday. He knows the course enough. Maybe play a little nine. He'll get a little nine holes in on Wednesday. Oh yeah, he'll probably drop a few balls on the green. You know. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Forty-two worldwide wins, I think. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be quite (laughs) fun. So we'll see what this week brings at the Honda Classic. And now time, which is going to be one of our favorite segments, due to our friend. I guess we can call him friend, Dickie Pride. Shouting yes, us I out am. last week, Mr. Dickie Pride, and our look back at a classic. What have you got this week in store? Uh, I don't know what uh, tournament you've chosen, so I'm in suspense. This one is a classic. I did not watch this one live on television, however, it is a classic. Okay. Nin- the 1981. Oh boy. Quad Cities Open. Ah, Dan Halderson. Winner, Dave Barr. Dave Barr. Quad Cities. Uh, Pensacola was Dan Halderson. However, Dave Barr did win in a five man playoff with Dan Halderson. Dan Halderson was second. That's right. <laughs> also, Woody Blackburn. Frank Connor and Victor yeah. Rigolato. Pretty much the who's who of golf right there. A nice little five-man playoff for Dave Barr's first of two wins on the PGA Tour. Canadian Dave Barr, gotta love the guy. What were we going to say? Burnaby, BC? Baseball grip. Mm-hmm. Silky Acuform blades. I think he was TNT. Who am I thinking Acuform then? Halderson. Why do we have our Haldersons in our day bar? I don't know. Stuff between the I know. We've, we've gone into... <laughs> we've faced, swapped Halderson and Dave Barr this week. It's 1981. Why wouldn't we know this? I know. <laughs> At least we're somewhat in the ballpark of... That's true. Knowing. What was the score there uh, for Mr. Barr? Sport a little uh, 270. Well, it's a par 70, so I guess we're going 10 under. I'm going to guess the winner's yeah. check would have been around the $40,000 mark. I believe that is correct. It's a $200,000 purse for the event. That's, a, that's <laughs> higher Things than I would changed. have guessed. I would have guessed a little, well. I mean, it was not, was it a, it was not a, a big, Event or like a, well, Quad Cities Open became the John Deere Classic. It did. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's right. Which but, is still on the rotation. It is. It is. In so Illinois. Yeah. Being one of these events that 
Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. <laughs> it's, a, it's the Midwest. You got to love it, you know? You got to. You know, wherever they sell John Deere's. Yeah. Wherever <laughs> Steve Stricker shows up. Yeah. And Zach Johnson. Yeah. They'll be there. <laughs> but definitely a, the reason, of course, it's, you know, it's Dave Barr's first win on tour, making mm-hmm. it a, an instant classic, the five man playoff, but the, the wow. field is just chock full of classic names, even just tied for six. Uh-huh. Mark, Mark McCumber, Kelvin Pete, Dan Pohl, like, Whoa. Curtis Strange is in 10th. Bobby Clampett is 11th. Roger Maltby tied for <laughs> Roger. Miller Barber is in this. Mar- Miller Barber is in this field. X Man. Holy crow. Fuzzy's out. The $200,000 purse uh, far cry from the $15 million they played for this week. That is correct. <laughs> That's correct. I believe sixteenth, uh, seventeenth place gets you to two hundred thousand. Gary McCord, T thirty seven. Nice. I don't know this player, but I enjoy his name. Skeeter Heath, tied for fiftieth. I just want. Oh, maybe to we'll have up. to take a take a look for him. Nick said another classic, another Canadian, Jim Nelford, T fifty seven. That's probably the only PGA tournament that was that ever had two Canadians in a playoff uh, never mind one of them actually winning five so that, I bet you that would be a, a fact I think we're safe to um, safe to assume that we just assume that I think mm-hmm. I guess where we that's where we need to be definitely a classy field Tommy Aaron is involved in the field as well did not make the cut though I just want to let you know that one even Freddie Couples early in his pro career. Oh, he must have had the beautiful locks going then. Oh, definitely. He missed the cuts, though. So. Just getting going on tour, I think, 81. Yeah. Probably right out of college. The old boy. There. Yeah. Dropped out. And turned pro from yeah. University of Houston. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a look back at a Canadian. Fine look back at a Canadian classic. Mr. Dave Barr. Way to go, Dave. Nice work. Good old day bar, eh, Polly? You know, when I worked at uh, at Southwood Golf Course here in Winnipeg, we had the Manitoba, Manitoba Open, which was the staple on the Canadian, then Canadian tour. And uh, Dave Barr used to play in that event, uh, take some time off the PGA Tour. And uh, I remember having some... Uh, Moments with him, I was a, a young kid picking up range balls. It was a range, I think, so rain delay. And uh, he'd come up to me and, and he started yelling at me because I was he didn't want to hit me with the golf ball because I was out shagging balls in the right in the middle of the fairway. And he called me over there and he said, Son, you know, we're all trying to hit some balls here before we go back out. You might want to come off before we hit you, you know. And uh, that was kind of a nice memory of, uh, I mean, he was he really uh, at his peak there, probably around 1980, 89, I'm going to say, 88, 89. Uh, he did win that tournament in around there too. Mm-hmm. At Southwood, I think so. 
I remember attending yeah. the tournament. Okay. Myself, probably as a spry 12-year-old, 10-year-old. 12-year-old, yeah. yeah. And I remember uh, between a couple of the holes just uh, striding along next to Daybar as he <laughs> clipped along with his giant spiked shoes and yeah, next to him with the staff bag. I'm, I'm just right in there, I think. Let's walk next to him. Everyone else is getting out of the way. I'm like, if you just go right beside Dave Bar, I don't think they uh, stopped you. <laughs> you can go green to tea, pretty easy. And you remember the crowds that used to get out there? Big crowds, yeah, to Thousands really fight for your spot. Yep. Yeah, and when they had the draws like Alderson and Bar and and players like mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, they would have a, a really big gallery, and they weren't playing uh, for a lot of money. <sighs> but well, they still are. But that, that's the thing, like, it wasn't like they were there for appearance fees, but it was, it was a tournament no. going on that they were in, in Canada. And, and they, and they helped and they represented and they uh, supported the events and the tour and, mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Dave Barr, a two-time champion of the Manitoba Open, back-to-back -back wins in 87 and 88. Yeah, okay. Well, there you are. Mm-hmm. Well, the par 70 layout that I sure stretched out to about 6,200 yards, maybe. As far as they <laughs> could, though, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Unfortunately, that golf course is no longer a golf course. They shut down and rebuilt a few miles down the road, and it... Uh, Terrific golf course now, and uh, quite a bit longer, more challenging, and uh, it's kind it's of a neat the, story. It's now the home of the renamed Manitoba Open for this year, fourth uh, out at Southwood on the Mackenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada. Good stuff for Mr. Daybar. Now time for 1990s What's in the Bag. This week, Paul. Yes, I'm very excited. I just, again, I do not know who Ryan has chosen, and I'm listening. Part of the over 50 set that is in this week's field at the Honda Classic. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you two hints here. Yeah. He's left-handed and played Yonex golf clubs. I'm going to say... Phil Mickelson? That is correct. Mr. Oh. Phil Mickelson. Are you, are you giving us some Yonex equipment here? I'm hoping Yonex gets on board the podcast as a title sponsor. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> how are how a would big the, player in the game today. How good would the Yonex Artusimus Full Golf Podcast sound? Oh. Kind of has a nice ring to it. How about our Tusimus full podcast golf podcast presented nice. by Yonex? That's nice, a nice one too. Super ADX driver. Yeah. We'll <laughs> leave it up to them since they're this one. Yeah. This is from nineteen ninety-eight. Oh, okay. Nineteen ninety-eight. 90s what's in the bag. Number five player in the world at the time, Phil Mickelson. 
Is sporting a Yon X driver, Super ADX. Yeah. It's going a little seven degrees on the Super ADX. Which was a trend at the time. That trends back in those lower degrees now to optimize yes. spin and all that, all that stuff now. So nice little by little, I mean little three wood tailor made tour spoon, thirteen degrees on that bad boy. Oh, little tour spoon, a lefty tour spoon. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Sporting the Yonex Super ADX Tour Forged Irons. Nice glove, actually. That's pretty nice. Those would not look out of place today, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. They just weren't widely available. No, at least in no, Canada. Seeing them for sale. No. Possibly. Some Yonex Forged PM Grind Wedges. Those you would not find in store, I'm guessing they're... <laughs> Oh, no, sir. Well, 56 and 60. And putter, a Yonex putter. Yonex ADX Forge Blade was, would look just like an 8802. I will guarantee that much. <laughs> I believe that's every club but the tour spoon. This would satisfy the, I'm sure, 13 club contract. <laughs> since what, what head was that driver right? Like what? What uh, material? Would it's titanium. It's titanium. Was it? Did titanium. they not have a graphite carbon type of head? The Onyx. Oh yeah, yeah, I think the ADX. That one. I think it's all in one. Encompassing. Mm-hmm. Well, once they they sponsor us, we'll probably be a lot more familiar with. Well, they'll get us into the research center. Right. Uh, with the engineers and everything right we'll probably have to design a set of clubs i imagine or i don't know how it works so i i yeah something like that (laughs) that's probably what it is (laughs) but uh, we will be tagging yonex assuming that's they still have they still come up with something so we'll be tagging yonex this week on twitter we're gonna let you know feel free to follow us on twitter of course our uh, two cinemas full on twitter but Look out for any Dickie Pride mentions and Tim Heron likes, but also some Yonex likes, perhaps. Mm-hmm. See what they're feeling there. And a uh, little Titleist Professional 100 golf ball for Lefty. He made Yonex there for a while. He was brought them onto the map with that. It was a giant contract, I remember. I'm trying time. to think of who else, who else played it. Scott Hoke comes to mind. Colin Montgomery? Colin Montgomery. Scott Hoke was a long Scott time. Scott Hoke. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he might have been playing. Scott Hoke would be playing that when we saw him there. He was, a, yeah, in 2003. He was a long time Yonix guy. He never left. Uh-huh. He might have had some stock in them, I'm guessing. You know? I'm thinking Scott Hope. Think that's a guy he could own the company. I don't even know. He might. He might. He's got some stock. He's got a few stock certificates. <laughs> I think, in Yonex, but... and, and bonds and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some bond issues. Oh. Some bond issues and things like that. 
<laughs> Gold Bond. Oh, it's not that hot out yet. And that <laughs> has been another edition of 1990s. What's in the bag? Well, thank you once again, everyone, for listening. Pleasure to have you here again. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, our two, our, at Tusum is Full. Facebook, our Tusum is Full. And email us anytime, our Tusum is Full at gmail.com. You know, I feel, Ryan, that we should say uh, hi or bye to, to Dickie Pride, but I don't <laughs> I don't want to over Dickie. So. Well... I don't know. Good night, Dickie. Good night, Dickie.